Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Whatever You Want to Call It podcast with your host, me, Marquise Nash. Today's episode, we're going to be talking about, uh, we're going to talk about multiple things today. We got a lot of stuff to talk about uh, today. We got we can talk about, well, what we going to talk about. We're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about more free agency news in the NBA and in the NFL. We're going to be talking about the P.J. Tucker going to the Milwaukee Bucks. We're going to talk about that. We gonna what's, what else are we gonna talk about today? I gotta look at my notes and see what we are gonna talk about because I wrote it down actually because I was so happy today. Oh, we are also gonna be talking about to try my wins with retires from the NFL. We got Mark Madness. I mean, just that's that's a title on its own, Mark Madness. Um, so we already know what I'm talking about. But oh, we gonna talk about Mark March Madness while we at it. While we, that's our, since that's the first thing on my mind. Since that's the first last thing I just talked about. Um, so we're gonna talk about March Madness. So I'm I really wasn't like I said, I wasn't really into March Madness at all this year. I'm I'm probably gonna get into it in a little bit next year, but I watched a couple games. I'm of course I'm rooting for Wisconsin all day, every day. Go Wisconsin, hope y'all beat Baylor. I mean <laughs> and they actually had a stat though. Um out of I think out of fourteen point five million people, hundred and eight <laughs> brackets are still perfect. So yeah, I think a lot of brackets got busted yesterday, which is really funny because uh, a lot of people thought they were gonna win, they lost. So it's just it's just really funny. I ain't gonna say I, I like when people lose, but I just love, I just love I don't love misery or nothing like that. <laughs> nothing like that. I just I just love. This is why I actually I think the crazy thing is this is why I love March Madness and basketball more than I like in the NFL. I mean, and not in the but in football because football is really. It's kind of predictable. You kind of know who all the four teams that gonna probably be four or five teams that gonna be in there. They gonna be fighting for that top seed. Alabama, Clemson, Alabama and Clemson for sure are gonna be the one and two seed for sure. They're gonna be the one and two seed. And then you got Ohio State, Notre Dame, and then like Michigan. Like they probably gonna have them three fighting for that last on the last two spots. It's gonna be Michigan or uh, Notre Dame and Ohio State. That's probably them four. You ain't really gonna have nobody different. It is really irritating that I, we see that every year because after a while, you kind of figure, okay, if it's Alabama, most likely Alabama going to beat anybody. I mean, Clemson, Clemson, the only time Clemson beat somebody was when they had, uh, what's, the guy, what's the guy's name? The guy that's going to draft it this year, Trevor Lawrence, and then they Deshaun Watson. Those are the only two times they kind of really dominated where they beat Alabama. Every time, other time, they Alabama then tore everybody apart. So it's just it's really irritating. Because it's always the same people, and that's about. And I, I, like I said before, this is why I love college football. Basketball. The reason why I love college basketball is just because the simple fact. Like I said, like I said, it's just unpredictable. You really don't really know who's gonna win. I mean, Oral Roberts. Who the hell? What? what where in the hell is Oral Roberts? Like they just be up upright and just beat Ohio State. Didn't nobody expect expect them to win? I know everybody eyes were for Ohio State to. For Ohio State just to throb them or just beat them really bad, but or Roberts came in and beat them. I mean, they or in uh, Ohio State had a chance to win a game. I mean, order to not even win a game, but just make it go to over a double overtime. But 
things happen where they, the way they happen, man. And then North Carolina got smacked around by Wisconsin. So, I mean, it's a lot of stuff that just happened yesterday that kind of uh, <laughs> kind of just turned around. Like it, just, it was really weird, though, man. It was really weird. But we, we, but uh, we, that's all I really got to say about March Madness, though. But in other news, um, a lot of other stuff didn't happen in free agency. A lot of transactions has happened in free agency. For example, Miss Trubisky has signed a one-year well has agreed to a one-year deal worth $2.5 million or $1.5 million fully guaranteed and with a max of $4.5 million. So, I mean, that's that's good for <laughs> the Chris Grabinski because I didn't think he was going to get on the team. I, that's just my opinion. Uh, so we got uh, Jacoby Brissett signed a one-year deal worth up to $5 million. The max value is $7.5. You have uh, Ryan Finley acquired through a trade with the uh, Bengals. And the trade, the Bengals get a late uh, first-round pick swap. And then also Tyra Taylor signing with signing the one-year deal, $5.5 million deal, $2.5 million guaranteed. Could be up worth, could be worth up to $12.5 million. And also Mark Ingram has signed a one-year deal worth up to $30, I mean $3 million. Um, so you got that one. You have Kenyon Drake signed a two-year deal worth up to $11 million a deal. I mean, $11 million and a uh, max value of $14.5. Theo Reddick re-signs a one-year deal worth $1.175 million. John Brown uh, signs a one-year deal worth three worth $3.75 million, worth up to $5.5 million. Uh, Zay Jones resigned a contract, uh, a, a contract. I don't know the extent if it's a one year deal or not, but he signed a contract with the Raiders. Uh, we have, uh, Jared Cook signed a one year deal worth up to six, six million, uh, with a $4.5 million, uh, dollar, uh, guaranteed. Uh, we also have Ryan Fitzpatrick, uh, Fitzmagic signed a, a ten million dollar deal, max up to a max value of of twelve point uh, twelve million. So yeah, man, like it's a lot of stuff that's happening in this uh free agency and a lot of move move uh a lot of teams making moves. So I mean, it's, it's gonna be pretty fun. Oh, and also I forgot, just forgot it because they suck so bad, <laughs> especially last year. Uh, the Chicago Bears are uh, signing a ten signing Andy Dalton to a ten million dollar deal. A max value of thirteen million with incentives. Adam Robinson received a franchise tag, and I mean that's a Desmond Trufant signed a one-year deal. Dion Bush agreed to a one-year deal. Carlo Carrillo Santos resigned a three-year deal worth up to a million a nine million dollars with a max value of eleven million. So I mean that's, that's like I said, it's a lot of teams making moves. So I mean it's it's like it's the typical. Uh, free agency and uh the NFL. I mean, uh, Mr. Risky, I kind of figured it was going. He was going to be on a team as a backup. He, he's. I think he and originally when he came in, I feel like he shouldn't have been a a starter. That's I, that's just my opinion, and that's how I just how I feel about Mr. Risky. He should have been. He should not have been a starter right away. He wasn't starter ready. Like I think they put him in t- in in that level like really quick and. I just read a stat like over other Bears, and it's really like as a Bears fan, it's gonna be really depressing when I t- tell you this. So if you're a Bears fan, please 
don't listen, but I hope you do because this is like a really it's like it's it's it almost seems like it's depressing. It seems like you gotta you gotta play funeral music with this because I mean because it just it's so depressing. Okay, so in the year Ryan Pace, the GM for the Bears, he signed Mike Lennon to a three year deal worth forty five million dollars. So and we already know where Mike Lennon is at. He's still he's a backup somewhere else in the NFL. And they also traded up in the draft to pick Mr. Biscay. And we already know where he at. He's on as in Buffalo as a backup. And he to and even and the crazy thing is he went up in the draft to get Mr. Biscay and didn't even get Deshaun Watson or 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 uh what's his name? <laughs> Patrick Mahomes. And you already know where they at right now. Patrick Mahomes already won a ring already. And Deshaun Watson, even though he's going to going through his thing with the Texans, he's a he's a, 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 a probable Hall of Famer. We already know what he's done in the last past what three years. So I mean, he's been balling. So for me, it's just like I, I just I don't know. I don't get it. I, I really don't. I really don't get it as a Bears fan. And it just might be me. And I also they trade up a first round pick for Nick Foles, pays him twenty million while Andy Dalton is a free agent, signs Andy Dalton to a one year deal. So what's what's crazy is they was already kind of like it, I I got I had a lot of people as Bears fans was geek like oh my god we might get Russell Wilson we might get Russell Wilson which you I mean if you was a fan of of the Bears you out you were probably hyping it up like you were, were probably gonna get like uh, uh, Russell Wilson which it wasn't like confirmed that he he didn't want to be a free agent I mean it wasn't even confirmed that he was actually wanted to get traded or nothing like that. So people were, I don't know why people were so happy and so arrogant, like, oh, we, would, we might get Russell Wilson. Like, why? first of all, why would the Seahawks trade Russell Wilson if they're not, not going to get nothing sufficient back? Like, why would they trade Russell Wilson and not have a quarterback? Unless they get some first-round picks or something like that. That's the only reason why they would trade something so they know, okay, we're guaranteed we'll okay. And then, first of all, too, if they were, were to say, okay, we're going to rid of Russell Wilson, most likely they would be in rebuilding stage. But most likely they wouldn't have signed the guys that they signed now. If they were in rebuilding stage, they would have probably most likely let the guys go off in free agency or trade some people and uh, trade them off to a, a winning team or something. So for me, it was it was it was so confusing of when Bears fans were so like happy, like oh my, we got oh my god, we might get Russ Wilson. Like it wasn't even like confirmed that he was getting traded, or it wasn't even confirmed that like. He wanted to be traded, so it was just it was a weird. And I think too, I think sometimes, and I'm, of course, I'm probably a part of the media now, but I don't know if I am, but or if I'm qualified, I just say I'm a part of the media, media, media. So I don't really know per se. But for me, it's like it seemed like sometimes most of that stuff was hyped up by either fans or the media, like where it was just hyped to make it seem like, oh my God, Russell Wilson might go somewhere else. Just because they have a little riff, and I don't think it wasn't even like nothing. It was just something like Russell wouldn't want. He wanted a little bit of uh, say so what what things go on in the, in, the, in the NFL or uh, calls, which I think he needs to have more power a little bit because it seems like and when he has it, he does the right thing. And you think, and you gotta think about it too. Russell Wilson, if he if he had the Packers offensive line, where would he be at? He would probably want three or four championships by now. Literally, Russell Wilson, every, like he was running the entire season. That's probably why he has to he has to have his body, or he has to have a lot of, of work on his body every year, or he spends a, over, almost over a million dollars—not over a million, 
dollars, but about a million dollars every year on his body because he's run all the whole damn time. And he said, okay, well, why Aaron Rodgers and Aaron Rodgers commented on it and said kind of like, I don't want to do that. That's because he don't have to run around. Aaron Rodgers can sit in the pocket for minutes and minutes at a time because he doesn't have to worry about running around at least six times in a game. Well, not at least six times, but he's running around damn near the whole time he's in the game. Russell Wilson is running back and forth from sideline to sideline and not get sacked and try to find something, and he does. So it just it really doesn't make sense to me if I'm the Seahawks or I'm an owner to not give him some power or some a little bit of power, a little bit. But yeah, like I always say some most of these NFL teams they're never going to give the quarterback a, a not a lot of power. They're not going to really give these quarterbacks a lot of power because they feel like some of these owners they're old school. They feel like oh my 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 way works, which it doesn't, and it, it feels like they they're so stuck in the ways of their old. Oh, seven percent. Oh, well, we we could just do it my way because it worked in nineteen eighty, so it might work now. No, the hell, it don't. It worked in nineteen eighty because it was nineteen eighty. It's two thousand and twenty-one. It's a new day. It's a new year. Like, come on, man. Like, be better. Like, some of these owners, I really in these organizations, I really get pissed off at because it's like you have a guy like and Russell Wilson that is a transcendent quarterback that is one of the top five quarterbacks in the NFL. He is one of the top five. He's always elite. And the top five in MVP every year, every year with the bad offensive line he has, with all the receivers that he has, with all the bad, bad offensive line guys he has, with all the bad offensive line plays, I mean, or even the, the offensive plays that they call sometimes are just ridiculous. It seems like, it seems like really Russell Wilson is just literally drawing dirt. Like he's like the guy that, like, okay, this play don't work. And he always has to improvise every. It seems like every play is, is always improvised. It's not like, okay, I can just do this certain play. I can just do this. Like, first of all, his running game is pretty shaky. I mean, we got to uh, put in the fact, though, Chris Carson was injured for most of the time. And the other guy, I forgot the other guy's name, he was injured for most of the, most of the season. So, I mean, it, it messes up a lot of the stuff when you can't run the ball. It messes up a lot of the offense. It messes the offense up when you can't really run the ball like that. So, I mean, it, when you put in that factor, of course, I get it now. I get why Russell Wilson had to run a lot, but at the same time, the offensive line has been banged up. They really, and not even banged up, the offensive line, they really haven't had a good offensive line. Like I said before, if Russell Wilson had an Aaron Rodgers type offensive line or even a Tom Brady, a Buck, Tim Bay Buccaneers offensive line, where would he be at? He probably would be in the Super Bowl. He probably would be in the Super Bowl every year if he had that. And his defense is just even worse. The defense is even terrible. I mean, the defense. And they lost to kill Griffin this year in free agency. So it's just like they've lost another good corner. I mean, it's it's just I don't know. It, I, for me, I don't I don't feel like I feel like sometimes these owners are just in, in my opinion, these owners sometimes are still stuck in their way. They still think like it's the nineteen eighties where they can just do it a certain way and it works because ain't nobody gonna say nothing. It 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 I think it was LeBron kind of and I I'm sorry to change subject, but this it, it and it's gonna tie into what I'm talking about now. If I feel like once LeBron kind of showed his power in Cleveland and now in LA, now teams are starting and NFL players, NBA players are starting to show that. Now they're showing this okay. You're the reason why we come to these games, the reason why these fans come to these games are not because they want to see the damn owner. I mean, it's probably two or three people that want to see the damn owner, but ain't most of these niggas, most of these, I also said the N word. I don't want to say the N word, but it's, I mean, 
most of these players, most of these people that want to come to these games are not coming to the game to see you. They're coming to see the players. The players is what make the money. The players are what, what get these butts and seats. I mean, that, that that's truly what it is. And I think until some of these owners realize that, that's when they will be able to that's when like things will change in the NFL. Once these owners figure out, okay, this is this is their league, and some nowadays that some of these owners don't realize that some of these owners are still, like I said, they stuck in their ways. A la Dallas Cowboys, a la um, what's his name? What's his name? Uh, what's his name? What's, Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones is he by far the worst. Like he, I really want to put a survey out there. I'm probably will. That's survey. Like, if just comment on my, you want go on my Twitter on Marquis ninety five sports or go on to my. Uh, I might. I'm a post this probably after two. But like, if you just want to go and get get, a, get a, um an early post in, but like for me, I'll I'll post it probably most like I'm gonna post it. Uh, which one do you think is the worst, <laughs> the mo- most worst owner? Like uh, James Dolan, or uh, or uh, what's his name, James Dolan. Or Jerry Jones, who who is worse? <laughs> Who's worse, James Dolan or Jerry Jones? Who's who's the worst out of all? I'm I'm going James Dolan, but I, it's very close with Jerry Jones. It's very close, but um, yeah, like you can go to my Twitter on Marquise ninety five Sports. It's called is M A R K E S E ninety five Sports. That's all together, or you can go to my Instagram Marquise ninety five Sports, or you can go to my Facebook page at whatever you want to call it podcast. Facebook page, so if you go to that, you can message me through that. But I'm gonna put out a survey, probably either a survey or just a question out there. Which one is a wor- uh, the worst uh, uh, owner overall, uh, James Dolan or uh, what's his name, Jerry Jones? But yeah, man, like I said before, man, it's just I, I don't know, I don't get it. I really don't get it. I get it, but I don't get it. Like I, I get, and it's it, I hate to be that person that always say it, but it feels like a slavery man. Slave mentality with some of these owners, but it's like, oh my god, like we they they got their slaves. They like, okay, you do you make me my money, and are we gonna pay you barely bare minimum. We're gonna pay you the bare minimum when you ask for too much. We're gonna beat you, but instead of beating you, we're gonna kick you out the league. Or when you do that, when you buck the system or you mess the system up, oh, we're gonna just kick you out the league. I like Colin Kaepernick when he bucked the system up when he don't do something that y'all don't think is right instead of. Just even giving up, like not even giving us, like seeing his opinion, which I'm always talking about Colin Kaepernick. I'm always, I'm always going to talk about just change and how the NFL needs to change. And today, put my man Colin Kaepernick in. I'm always going to hate the NFL, even though I watch the football games faithfully. I'm always going to hate the NFL just because just that one thing. And for me, until that, ha- until my man Colin Kaepernick get, even get on the team, I'm talking about giving him fair chance. And I'm not talking about one of these bullshit. Like chance that y'all do that y'all try to do to do a publicity stunt like y'all did last time where y'all tried to just oh we gonna bring a couple NFL teams and we are gonna do this certain thing we are gonna do a publicity stunt but not even really hire them or not even put them on the team but we just gonna do it just to make people feel good no actually give this man a damn chance instead of you giving these damn scrub ass quarterbacks like Andy Dalton as a fucking loser I'm sorry Andy Dalton but he's a fucking loser you paid ten million dollars to a damn loser. Sorry, Andy Dalton. Sorry, Cincinnati fans. Or sorry, Andy Dalton and his family, if his family listening, or whoever knows that Andy Dalton, like, sorry, but he's a fucking loser. You got a guy like damn Andy Dalton on the damn Chicago Bears 
and you like like what the fuck is that? Like, like he barely won a damn game with the Cowboys. He'll win you a game or two. He'll probably make he'll get you to the playoffs if you have a great enough defense. Which Cincinnati, if you really want to tell the truth, people say, oh, but he made the playoffs every year he was in the league or for I think five straight seasons. Yeah, but that's because his defense was really good. Duh. I mean, if your defense, your defense is gonna win you about seven games, and and Donald can probably win you about three or four. So and they had a, and you got to realize too. I mean, the Steelers was in their division too, but and you got to realize too that divisional right, the, the, the divisional teams, especially when you got like Pittsburgh Steelers and the the uh, Cincinnati Bengals or the Chicago Bears and Packers and the Vikings, or even like when you're that close in the division, most of them rivalry games are means a lot. Because you just never know what happens at the end of the season, and you never know what that that dumb rivalries mean at the end of the season when you need like that one game to get over to get over the top. So I mean that's that's the reason why I care about rivalries sometimes or some rival teams, and that's why sometimes the Cincinnati Bengals have made. I mean they made it made it like two years in a row being ten and six, which nowadays ten and six is not going to do it for you because ten and six is probably going to barely make you like. I think the Miami Dolphins were ten and six last year. And they didn't even make they didn't even make the playoffs. So it just it shows you ten and six is not going to win you the division. I'll say eleven and five is probably is going to get you to the playoffs, which is I mean it's hard. I mean not eleven and five. I think it was, oh yeah, like eleven and yeah eleven and five is probably going to win you to win you to see when you uh it's going to probably going to win you win you to, to go to make the playoffs. You might win in ten and six. You might get it, uh, barely get in at ten and six. But I can't sit again. Them divisional games are going to be really key for some of these teams nowadays. I mean, a lot of these teams are going to be really good this year. I mean, you got like the Miami Dolphins are going to be really good this year. Um, the what's the guys? Uh, the Cardinals are going to be really good this year. So I, I I wouldn't be surprised if I mean Tampa Bay. I think Tampa Bay is going to be really good this year. But I just think people are going to be surprised about a lot of these teams. Like the Cardinals, they're going to be right there. The Seattle is going to, if they keep Russell Wilson, they find some help. For Russell Wilson, they're going to be right there. The Packers are going to be right there again. Um, the Packers just need to build their team around that. Uh, speaking of building a team around, uh, speaking of like building a team around free agency, uh, did y'all? I mean, I know y'all probably heard about the Peter Tucker deal where he went. Uh, he has gotten signed by the uh, Milwaukee Bucks. I mean, that's going to be really good for the Milwaukee Bucks. It stresses, like I said, it stresses the four again. It brings more shooting, corner shooting. To be, if you want to be specific, it brings more. Uh, like it spreads, it spreads the floor, it brings more shooting. Uh, it, it actually helps an extra defender that uh, uh, Drew, because also Drew Holiday guards the best player sometimes. He guards some of the wings. Him and Deep usually guard the wings and the point guards. But now Chris Middleton and uh, uh, Chris Middleton and Giannis don't have to be the only guys to guard the like the main small forwards or whatever. So now PJ Tucker adds that that extra element, and then plus. On top of that, you can play with a small ball with him because he he has played a lot of small ball in Houston, so you can play a lot of small ball with him. Put Giannis at the center and put him at the four, and he can play a little bit of the four. He can play defense with the four and threes. So I mean, he can play multiple. He can guard multiple multiple positions on the offense, and he can shoot. So I mean, that's that's odd. That's more than merrier for the Bucks. So I mean, and he, and he gets to play. I think he's eligible to play tonight against the San Antonio Spurs. So I'm really I'm be really looking at that though tonight, but. Man, like the NBA is it's gonna be it's gonna be some changes though before the trade deadline next week. Man, it's it's gonna be like I said, it's gonna be crazy, man. It's a lot of teams that that are on the trading blocks. A lot of teams that are um, looking for people. I mean, Isaiah Thomas is is somebody is something that the Milwaukee Bucks are looking at and the Lakers. 
that are looking at uh we got JaVel McGee, DeMarcus Cousins, you got uh Dr Andre Drummond. I mean it's a lot of a lot of multiple side white side and multiple guys that are on the trading block right now on their teams that could possibly uh get traded to certain teams or winning teams or whatever. So that's a lot of things that can happen in this next probably couple of weeks or so that is going to change the landscape of the Eastern Conference and the Western Conference, especially the top seeds. The top seeds, because you really know the top seeds in the East is uh, Philly, Milwaukee, and the Nets. You already know those, those are the top three, and everybody else is kind of fighting fighting to get, to get the fourth seed. You know, Miami's pretty much in control of that fourth seed right now, and I think they're probably going to stay at that fourth seed, but um, for the most part, they're, most people other than the Milwaukee Bucks Philly and the Nets, those pretty much everybody else is kind of fighting for that fourth seed and the, and the other seeds. So, and then the same way for the uh, Western Conference, the top seeds are probably, even though Phoenix is up right now, it's probably the Lakers, most likely it's the Lakers, Phoenix. I mean, Phoenix is up there too. Let me check the, let me check the standards, by the way. Let me check the standards. Let me check my research department, which is basically my phone, but uh, let me check it. <laughs> The uh, the the top three teams are the Jazz. Well, it's not in this order, but the top three teams in my in my opinion is the Jazz, the Clippers, and the Lakers. Even though the Suns are over the Lakers, the Lakers right now. I think what are they talking about? The two seed. The Lakers are the no. The Lakers are the two seed. The Suns are the three seed. Even though the uh the Suns are the three seed, I think the top three teams in that in the Western Conference is like I said the the Jazz, the Lakers, and the Clippers. And the Suns are probably right there too. But everybody else pretty much is fighting. For seeds at that point, at once after, you, once after you get to like past the Suns, pretty much, and the Clippers, you kind of got everybody else kind of scrambling to for seeds. So I mean, even the Nuggets, the Nuggets are starting to win a little bit, and they're starting to win, come back on the winning ways. But they were struggling originally. But man, that like like I said before, both sides, the East Conference and West Conference, it's kind of like they're battling for like seeds right now. And I think the play, them playing games are going to be really good though. I'm really going to be. I'm, I really love what the the the, um, the NBA is doing right now with these playing games, which is making more and more people watch the NBA. I, I'm loving this, man. I'm really loving that playing some playing games, which is going to be really interesting because a lot of these teams are going. Some of these teams are deserve to make the playoffs, and and just just to even see some extra games is going to be more fun. So I mean, this I think this is going to be something that I think they should the NBA should keep and the NBA should. Uh, do more of because this is gonna be rocks. This is gonna be really fun, man. It's gonna be really fun. Uh, I mean, and speaking of really fun, um, uh, like next week probably I will be probably I I, I probably will talk about a little bit of college basketball. Uh, like I said, I'll probably next year, probably next year I'm probably gonna uh, talk about a little bit more like or not even next year, but like when bas uh, college basketball or college football starts. That's when I'm a Really get on to talk about college football because I really wasn't talking about it a lot, and because I really because of COVID nineteen it was kind of bad, and kind of and I plus two I started late, so I don't want to be that guy that be like okay I started up late and then you just be confused a little bit, so I didn't want to be that guy. So this year for sure when college football starts I will be talking about college football. So I mean you can get ready for that though. Um and two I like I said before the, uh, my YouTube channel is coming soon. I'll give you some dates in like the uh, coming months or whatever. So, it, and like I said, it's coming, man. I, I got some, I got some good heat for this uh, podcast, for this uh, YouTube channel. So, man, I'll see you guys next episode. So, uh, 
if you want to listen to the episode, this episode or former episodes, I've been watching a lot of it. People have been watching a lot, a lot of my old episodes. But why are you watching my, why are you listen to my old episodes? You should listen to my new ones too, man. Y'all, I mean, the new ones are really good too. So if you want to listen to new or the old ones, you can go to the whatever you want to call it podcast on uh, Stitcher. Or if you don't have Stitcher, you can go to Spotify. If you don't have Spotify, you can go to Apple iTunes or Apple Podcast, whichever one. I mean, if you have an iPhone, you should know what I'm talking about. So, uh, like I said, the whatever you want to call it podcast should be right there once you type it in. And you should be able to listen to it. And, I mean, you can listen to like the past episodes or the newer ones. The newer ones are really good, too, man. I know older ones are good. So, I'll see you guys. I mean, I'll listen. To, you can listen to me. Like, Anywhere, but I'll see you guys next episode. Peace.